Welcome to the Marriage and Movies Podcast with your hosts, Terry and Selena Schilling. Hello. Hello, everyone. We are back. Marriage and Movies Podcast. I am one part of your hosting crew, Terry Schilling. Hello. It's me, Selena Schilling. We're here and we're doing this. <laughs> We are doing this. Yes, we are. Yeah, if you listen to the show, you know that we take random hiatuses, like <laughs> typical projects that married couples do yeah. every now and then. Uh, we really, again, we want to be consistent. We did a lot of traveling, but we continue to stream, watch mm-hmm. a lot of TV shows and mm-hmm. movies, and we're like, let's get back to talking about this. It also feels therapeutic, talking <laughs> about some of the marriage side of things as well. Of course. Um, and it's just fun to do this with you. Um, and even with all the rushing of the notes and everything beforehand. Now, for those who cannot say, see this, my amazing partner, husband, Terry here, he said with you and made a gesture to me. And he also could have meant that with you, the audience members. We're really <laughs> great that you're here with us. Um, <laughs> yeah. And as he also stated, we did some amazing travels over the summer and we made some very ambitious goals that we were going to continue the recording. We Mm -hmm. even traveled internationally with our equipment and it didn't happen. We (laughs) continued living our life, enjoying our travels and yeah, we just put a pin in it, but we're here now Yeah, and we're going to talk some movies. Yeah. Talk some marriage and movies. Yes. Let's just get right into it. You know, of course. You know, we've watched a lot. We're not going to cover everything that we've watched. We're no, keep it relevant can't to do when, that. When the podcast is coming out. Yep. Um, so just we're going to be talking about two big shows and movies today. We're talking mm-hmm. about King Richard, which came out on HBO mm-hmm. this past week um, on Friday, November 19th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which also was the finale of the morning show on Apple TV Plus, which we're going to be talking about because that was super interesting. Oh, and then we have some the morning show. Yeah. So we have two very... Um, different. So we have a show and we have a movie, um, and we have very different opinions on both of these to talk about. <laughs> yes, and another big thing as we get into the everything on this episode is that with the holidays coming up, because we're recording this end of November, right before the Thanksgiving holiday here mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. For those who recognize a that, lot of people a are going to a lot of mm-hmm. stuff is coming out, and we just thought it was a good time to get back and talk about break things down because mm-hmm. we have a lot of fun doing that. Yes. together and sharing with you and uh-huh. a lot of things to share. Yeah. But first, as always, in marriage and movies, we start with some marriage moments. And speaking of the holidays. Yes. Just kind of given, you know, we're going to give a little, gonna, a little, little look, hat tip here. And an for inside those... look into what, you know, Selena and I holiday, Selena's and I's holidays is typically like. So, but we're going to give a little hat tip, though, to those who spend the holidays with no kids and ding, ding, ding. maybe with some... Very little family interaction. So we're just going to celebrate you, okay? (laughs) We are celebrating you. And for those who have kids and who have family interactions, celebrate you too. That is wonderful. We're just going to celebrate those who have, you know, maybe no kids and who have very few family interactions. We're going to celebrate you, okay? We're going to celebrate you maybe just a little bit more right now. You're not so alone. You have... You have Selena and I. Yes, as part of it. Absolutely. There's a lot to be um, to be happy about this. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, what's up to new traditions? Okay. Yes. There is no reason at all as to why we need to stick with any tradition 
that was once celebrated early on in your childhood. Uh, there is very much so open to freedom to make your own. When you're in your own partnership, when you're in your own marriage, you can create your own traditions, which is something Terry and I have done over the past uh, few years. And we've had a really great time making some great memories doing this. Yeah. And honestly, like Thanksgiving to me is about being more grateful than anything. And Mm -hmm. instead of just recognizing what we learned as kids about what it's all about. Or maybe what we didn't learn. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, new traditions and for Selena and I just to create them on our own. And, mm-hmm. you know, Selena and I have really been embracing more on the Mexican side of our heritage. So we're mm-hmm. going to be cooking a lot of Mexican dishes for, mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Yep. Buying tamales, which yeah, yeah so, is a staple. You know, there are just some things, try as hard as you may to make them on your own. You just <laughs> need to know where to go and you just, you just buy them. Yeah. And that goes for tamales. We do try to continue to make our own tamales, but we will continue to support some very local, great establishments that make them amazingly well. Yes. Yes. 100%. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, our, our holiday weekend at this time is really about meeting up with friends, FaceTiming family. Yeah. We don't do a lot of the traveling back and forth. No. We kind of stick to that. Which goes to point number two. Yeah. Do you want to take it away? Did someone say your home, your schedule? Simply the best. <laughs> yes. You are not in a rush to um, maybe get to the shower first. You are not in a rush to, mm. you know, get on your, I don't know why, but we're dressing up dress and then, you know, get in the car and get in a two hour car ride or longer and then sit in the living room. You don't know why. And watch some weird football. Watch and some weird football games. Yeah. Cooking. You know, yeah. And then just, you what know. What can I help with? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is just your home, your schedule. You want to wake up and have what would some declare a lunch item for breakfast? You can do that. Your home, your schedule. It is simply the best. <laughs> It is very, very nice. We are very grateful that, you know, that we can j- just have this time to to ourselves. Yes. As well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and we always stick with a Friday tradition here around Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like, you know, and a lot of times growing up in high school, I don't know how many times you did this, the Black Friday, the Blackout Friday. Well, or no, out. the Wednesday before. Sorry, Wednesday. Yeah, I meant Wednesday. I yeah. meant Wednesday. Thank you. Well. But yeah, in high like in college, it was just like. Wanted to go out, see friends from high school. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody is like that. Yeah, we don't need to like in like we don't need to really was, like support always, like the over drinking yeah, of alcohol. Always just but one like, big yeah. party. Yes, <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. local bars. Yes, yes, yes. Mine, Very much the thing. Mine, Palatine, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Friday, now instead of waking up and doing shopping early, you know, we go and we just have a nice little tradition in Chicago where we go to series, have a cocktail, we yep. get. Miller's Pub and have the holiday, mm-hmm. you know, the holiday fair there, mm-hmm. with Tom and Jerry. Um, and then we do some shopping and rest. Yeah. It's a pretty nice, easygoing day, yep. but I feel like a tourist, which is really nice. Yep. Yep. Those are really, ni- yep. It is really nice to do, to spend some quality time with friends um, and just to have some time, you know, to ourselves as well. It is really, really nice. Um, and then, you know, our last bullet point here, just to enjoy, it just really location, location, location. So, because it is really just us, we can really determine where and how we want to celebrate really any holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this week and weekend, 
we will be remaining here in Chicago. But mm-hmm. next month, we're getting out of Dodge. We are we are getting out of the U.S. Actually, um, and uh, again, just I don't know, you know, and just if we have not exhausted it already, um, you know, for those who can, please do get your COVID vaccine shot. Um, we will actually be getting our booster shot um, very soon. Um, please abide by precautions and follow the science. Um, but yeah, we will be getting out of Dodge, and we will be. Um, spending some time in South America. And for those who can hear it in the background, that is our lovely dog, Joakim, who is... We just can't fight it. He'll stop it eventually. Yes, he will. He hears us talk. He wants attention right now. He just put his head oh, on Selena's just, lap as we were talking. Yeah, he's just enjoying playing with his toys. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah. yeah, and we're just really grateful for being able to have the capability to be in multiple locations. Oh, Joakim and your toys. Yeah, Joakim and his toys. But yeah, we're excited. December is going to be a quick month. Again, we have we're traveling out. We're going to be away for Christmas outside the U.S. Um, once again, and it's going to be it's going to be fun. And again, something else that you know, just really grateful for. And maybe in an upcoming episode, we'll talk some more about you know traveling with a partner. I know we touched on that before we went to Guatemala, one of our last episodes mm-hmm. that you heard. Um, but yeah, but now we're, we're going to be traveling. With your parents. Go so maybe we could be like so we could tra- talk about traveling yeah, with the in-laws. Traveling with the in-laws. Maybe Apple TV Plus will get us our own show. Pam and HBO. Steve, we love you. Okay. Yes, we do. I don't know if they'll <laughs> listen. They'll probably listen the first five minutes and say, I started it. <laughs> you sound so nice. I love you guys. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the movie section of this podcast episode today. Um, we want to talk about King Richard. Yes. And if King. if I can make it through talking about King Richard and not crying that will be much better than what i did with then watching the movie so you're saying it's a tearjerker oh it is so good when they show will smith's character die in the first 10 minutes oh my god get out of here that okay that does not happen at all but king richard came out in theaters and is streaming on hbo max as we Mm -hmm. said earlier when it came out um but selena go ahead and give a little background information on on uh Yes. Okay. So King Richard, it was directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green. Um, he is of African-American and Puerto Rican descent. Uh, it, he is also known for the 2018 Monsters and Men uh, movie, which is about the aftermath of a police killing of a black man told to the eyes of a bystander who filmed the act, an African-American police officer, and a high school baseball phenomenon inspired to take a stand. Uh, it was written by Zach Balin who is also known for the 2013 psychological movie um, Side Effects. And all around King Richard, I just, this movie was, I thought, marketed very, very well. Phenomenal cast. And I think as many people as possible should see this movie. (laughs) Um, Truly, truly, truly. Um, it is titled King Richard. I think the title fits very accurately. It is a story about Serena and Venus William. Um, I mean, like it's really about the family, but from my pers- from what I saw, it really does highlight the struggles that Richard himself had, like went through as a black man in the U.S. Here, as an African American man, and I I thought this. Again, oh my god, I'm like already like gonna cry. It's just it's so good. Yeah. I'm gonna obviously I'll chime in here and I'll be a little bit of a devil's advocate here. And I'm not saying I don't I don't disagree with anything you said. 
I found this movie really enjoyable. Yes. And it is like a biopic. Will Smith plays Richard Williams, the father of tennis stars Venus and Serena Williams. Yes. So it really picks up for them on their uprise to become tennis stars. Mm-hmm. At the time, Richard Williams is looking for a coach for his two daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's two of five, which I don't think I realized that they had, you know, that many, you know, there siblings. were that many sisters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it goes into them growing up um, near in like Compton, Compton in yeah. Compton. You know, you know, Southern California, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, in the struggles that he has, you know, raising, raising teenage black, you know, girls yeah. in this. And it is really emotional. And I think a lot of times when people think of Richard Williams, they think of just how polarizing he was because a lot of people recognize the Venus and Serena Williams, you know, their rise through the tennis rankings mm-hmm. and just how much. Richard Williams wanted to be kind of like the show, even though maybe it probably maybe in his mind he wanted didn't want the focus to be on the girls because mm-hmm. he wanted them to be kids, and that's portrayed very well in the movie yes. of mm-hmm. how. Um, but yeah, he was definitely a polarizing figure in tennis, it's, mm-hmm. and you kind of in get a 80s. taste of that. The eighties was yeah. a very very troubling time. Yeah, he didn't in have the them. US, he didn't yeah. have them do juniors. Mm-hmm. You know, or took them out of juniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't play a professional tournament until Venus was. 14 years old. And Which, that's like really like the climax. Again, the like 14 years old playing a professional tennis match. Yeah. Like that is at 14, I was barely able to process like, no, there's yeah. no way in the world. This is just, again, just like mind blowing the amount of rigorous um, preparation that he yeah. really helped support them with. It, it It's just so good. Yeah. And of course, with a biopic, you got to look at it the lens that it that it is a biopic. They're going to really glamify some of the stuff that went well. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes they downplay some of the stuff that a lot of people know from the news. Maybe any type of, um, any type of news stories that maybe you see. Mm-hmm. But with Will Smith, big thing with this movie, it's... Let's get Will Smith in Oscar time. It, with the writing of it, with mm-hmm. the lot of the big moments and big scenes where he has with the daughter, uh, with Venus, right before mm-hmm. she's like, I want to play. I won't let you down. Going into like her first major tournament oh. was great. And he just starts talking about like his story growing up as a, as a young black man where his dad left him alone to get beaten up by all these people in this convenient, in this general store. And he's, and he, the dad ran away and he's like, I don't want to run away from you. Oh. His <laughs> and then like Venus is like, I don't want to, I, I won't let you down. And it's just a very emotional scene. And there's an emotional scene when they're, they move the family to Florida where him and his wife start talking about how like really just a interesting and well acted, well written scene between husband and wife raising yeah. a family and being like, look, I'm not, I'm not staying because of you. I'm staying because of the girls. Yeah. Right. And just like calling him out on his shit. And I think that was just well acted. And I'm again, you look to look at the biopic. Yeah. This isn't completely accurate. It's not word for word. I'm saying the story that they decided to tell keeps you enthralled. It's really good. Well acted. Um, John Bernthal, great character. A lot of people know him from Shane from um, from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. He played Rick Macy, who yes. becomes the girl's coach. Uh, and then honestly, the two girls, like Anjane Ellis, if you try to say her name right, and then Sania Sidney plays Venus Williams. I thought they were great in this. Yes. And it seems like they did the work to learn tennis. 
a lot of it just they look natural to them yeah in it and even just like the final really climax of the movie where venus is playing in the tournaments and beating people and then winning just and then going winning. against the number one ranked player at that time i just thought from a cinematic and sports movie standpoint you know this is really good yes and, and so like i'm curious lena how would you rank this as a sports movie compared to ranking it as a drama uh, so I think it's it's definitely a sports movie, okay. and I really appreciated about it how they intertwined, mm-hmm. like the behind the scenes of tennis because I don't I'm I'm that's true I'm not a sports yeah. individual yeah. I don't I don't follow much of like a sports team or like many sports players um, I like when it comes to sports or sports teams I I, I would want to know more about like just just more than the numbers when it comes to them but i what i liked about the movie is how they portrayed what is needed to become quote unquote like the best tennis player yeah. in the 80s and in the early 90s you know you have to win so many juniors you have to have a certain score and i have to have a certain certain ranking all of this is something that i knew nothing about prior to this um and you know they they did intertwine some some drug use they did intertwined um, some some overall like burnout in general at a very very young age, and they also intertwined mm, yeah. um, a lack of academic um, just information, and you know um, Richard really helped prepare them with media preparation, academic preparation, and there even is a really good scene when Venus is partaking in the negotiations. For and a shoe deal. For a shoe deal. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, again, just so, it's like such necessary, like, mental preparation. And he helped them get there. Yeah. So, like, I, I thought the movie did a really great deal of intertwining what goes on with sports and the behind the scenes of it. Yeah. All around. Again, I just, I love this movie. Yeah. Definitely a good movie. Definitely recommend it. And I'll just say this, too, is just, I like that just like approaching this story, they focused on like a specific chapter of it. They didn't want to make this like, Hey, oh, like, bring like chapter, that, yeah. like, you know, chapter one is the beginning. Chapter two is them, you know, being ranked number one and two in the world. And mm-hmm. Chapter three is them being older. It was the same two actresses playing Serena and Venus Williams, mm-hmm. you know, and it ends with Venus, you know, really becoming like, these girls are here on the scene. Venus mm-hmm. is around now as a tennis star because the public, we know what happens with Venus and Serena. Like you don't know much about tennis, but you know about Serena Williams. Yes. You know, and Venus Williams. You've it's hard to ignore the success that they've had. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, both of them have become, you know, really vocal, you know, with you know, their careers of just like outside of tennis is what yes. I really mean. Yeah, yeah. Just like from business, like Serena had her documentary on HBO. Being yeah, being Serena, Serena in two thousand eighteen. Um, after she had her baby, mm-hmm. you know, it's still wanting to play tennis. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and there's like talks like Serena Williams should be on the Mount Rushmore of greatest athletes of all time, both yes. male and female, like athletes, yes. you know, regardless of gender. When I was looking up both of their bios for for stats in tennis, I was like, I don't even know how to accurately portray or kind of translate this. Yeah, there is there's so many wins in like in doubles, individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Grand Slam, titles. Grand Slams, and yeah. I, I'm like, I don't even know really how to translate that. They're, they have really, they're they're just such a powerhouse 
and starting at such a young age as well, they are just amazing athletes. Yeah, and Richard Williams, like a quote in the movie is like, "Your you girls are going to change the world." I know they do, and it's so true. Like at that time, we've never seen two black athletes in the tennis, female athletes in the tennis scene. No, you know, make so much noise, and they became dominant. Yeah. Uh, so again, overall, King Richard, good biopic. And again, watch out for Will Smith. I'm sure he's going to campaign like hell, and I have a feeling he's going to be nominated for Best Actor. I hope he's not. So will yes. he win? We'll discuss we'll that see. in the Oscar season. You know, I'm, I feel like Will Smith, our generation, for a lot of people too, he has a soft spot in a lot of people's heart. Yes. We love Will Smith. Pretty high approval rating. He really doesn't have an concerned. Oscars yet? No, I, like, I can't won. believe that. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh. No, okay. He should have been he should have won for Independence Day, but He should have won for probably quite a few movies. <laughs> that okay. was a, he got shut down. All right. All right, let's switch gears, Selena. Oh. Let's talk the, the roller coaster show. slash train wreck of morning show morning season show. two and the season two finale. Okay, so we have some we have some oh. thoughts. And this really what sparked us to get this podcast back because we're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna swear with a few times on this. Okay. Do you want me to go through this real quick? I'm going to go through season two. Yeah. And then we'll get into Bring the this in here. So season season two starts. Mm-hmm. It's New Year's Eve of 2019. So there's a lot Take of- Take us like, back to that yeah. like, glorious like yes. time frame that we all thought 2020 yeah. was going to be, quote, unquote, the year. Yeah. <laughs> or the first season ended with them, you know, Mitch Kessler out of the show. Yeah. And pretty much Alex Levy and Bradley Jackson yep. becoming two, you know, prominent feminist voices mm. in the world, mm. <laughs> really. Mm. And so 2020 starts, Alex Levy left the show after that, mm-hmm. you know, to write her book mm-hmm. and try to live up to this persona of this female feminist that, that she is. That the world yes. helped get her there. Bradley okay. Jackson mm-hmm. is the co-host of the morning show with, mm-hmm. uh, with Hassan Minaj, you know, who like, Again, I feel like a pretty high approval rating. I like yeah. it a lot. He had yeah, yeah. a show on Netflix. I like that show. But yeah. they're they're co-anchors together, and they're going to talk about, all right, let's do the New Year's Eve show, 2019. <laughs> yep. And then 2020 is right around the corner, and it is going to be relevant to mm-hmm. what happens in 2020. Mm-hmm. They hint on that a lot. Bradley Jackson is pretty much hoping that she gets the evening anchor. Uh, spoiler alert, she does not. She's going to be stuck on the morning show, and they try to bring Alex Levy back to reunite her. Um, ben does, the executive producer. And then, is it Ben? I forget. Yeah, I think it's Ben. Yes. And then that COVID is becoming serious in China. USA is like, it's just like the flu. There's a lot of that in the first couple episodes. Mm. Uh, But then like kind of everything unfolds. Bradley wants to be a serious news anchor. She covers elections. Uh, Mitch Kessler is also around in this. He moved to Italy Mm -hmm. where he's getting harassed on the streets for being a womanizer. And he wants to change his narrative, meets a documentarian. There's some back and forth of him in Italy. Mm-hmm. And again, COVID continues to rise. Bradley's brother comes back. Again, this is like the fast track thing of like what's yeah. happened at season two. I mean, but you're you're doing it's it's a great yeah. job of it because it's yep. <laughs> yeah. There's some one-on-one interviews mm-hmm. with uh Laura Peterson, who is a former morning show anchor, and it's just trying to like oust out Alex Levy. There's a book coming out that talks about Mitch Kessler. And talks about how Alex Levy had sex with Mitch Kessler. Alex doesn't like that. I don't want to be known that I had sex with him. So she goes. Well, to it was it, it was more than she like. Yeah, she had an affair had an, because yes. Mitch was married. Mitch was married. Yes. Alex was very good friends with Mitch's wife. Yeah, 
Then Alex goes off to Italy to beg in the middle of COVID when Italy is, you know, starting to get shut down. Italy is in lockdown. Yeah. And she like begs him, hey, write a statement. I did not, I did not have sex with you, please. I can't let this image ruin me. She's constantly checking Twitter in her mentions. She's freaking out. You really start to not. She has physical symptoms because of this. Yeah. I decided not to root for her anymore in the show. Uh, Bradley Jackson, again, his brother who is battling drug issue. He gets Alcohol lot, drug issue, you know, yeah. he, mm-hmm. she's dealing with that. There's also a lesbian plot line where she starts hooking up with the Laura Peterson anchor who, um, there's some sexual identity. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> yeah. realizations, but not like it's the writing room. I'm like, what was going on here? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot that, there's a lot that goes on. And again, COVID be, you know, it finally catches up. It's freaking the real deal. Things are getting shut down. The news station is trying to do a streaming channel. And, you know, it kind of, honestly, oh, I have to say this. Mitch Kessler, big spoiler if you haven't seen this. Mitch Kessler, Steve Carell's character, dies in a car crash in mm-hmm. Italy as Alex Levy is leaving. So Alex Levy comes back from Italy and being like, hey, Mitch Kessler just died. She's like, what? I just saw him. Mm-hmm. We were just having a good time. Yeah. I can't believe this. Yep. And then everybody's going to be thinking, oh, my God. It's coming out. Mitch Custer died. Alex Levy was there. Mm-hmm. And then Alex Levy gets COVID, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where we get to <laughs> like leading into this finale. Yep. And it just slowly started just fading away from me. Like I thought they were handling, honestly, I thought they were handling like the COVID thing, like kind of well, like in- intertwining it with the storyline to make it interesting, even though at sometimes we can easily get that fatigue where we don't want to see it anymore. Um, I thought the character development I thought was interesting, but then the last like two, three episodes in this finale, it just became all over the place. I'd be like, what are we doing here? Like, I don't, it's just like, I don't really care what's happening. And yeah, Selena, I'll let you talk. And I just want to correct myself too. It's Corey, not Ben. <laughs> same name, same wife, bad name. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, all right, all right. So this is. <laughs> Break it down for This us. is the morning show season two. What the heck is going on in the writer's room edition. Like truly like there was definitely some certain parts this season where I was like, okay, they're definitely handling the, um, the kind of like the women's, you know, movement. I don't even know if that's the right word. No. Um, just like the sexual assault. Yeah. Like the me too movement. Yeah. The me too movement. But then I'm just like, this, I just really felt I'm like it just it just did not really feel like the writers room was being reflective of current events at all like even in the same decade um the the sideline stories of Yanko kind of getting canceled the weather anchor yeah the weather Throughout ankle the whole season he's like getting canceled yeah he says something on air and then it's just like oh you can't say that. Correct. They really they they, they chime into that. They did not address that. I don't think very properly. Um, <laughs> and then Daniel, who has been trying to take a lead position from season one, his whole entire sideline, his whole entire story has been sidelined. He was the one who took the lead and actually went to China. Who went to? Um, yeah, he wanted to Wuhan. He, he went to Wuhan. To, he wanted to cover it. Like, hey, this virus is real. Yes. We should be reporting this. Completely got disregarded. His episode covering what was going on while he was quarantined got canceled quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, at the end, he ends up leaving. And then his character and Mia, Mia 
end up having somewhat of a moment. And I'm like, that, that is what needs to be addressed and to go into so much more. This kind of double life feature that that those in the profession workforce have to live. You can't show your true color. You can't show your, your true self. And yet you need to put on this facade of a character to get ahead in the professional career. It is awful. And like, I'm just really tired of this Bradley and Levy, like (laughs) two white woman character story. Like, no. And that's what's so interesting to me. After watching this finale, and you and I discussed this afterwards, we're like, are they trying to make like somewhat of a mockery of just how like these white women and white anchors and white producers can just kind of do whatever they want to try to like change the narrative and like, oh, Alex Levy has COVID. And then they show her crawling on her kitchen floor, rolling of, around in of her a bed. penthouse in New York yeah, City. She has all these COVID symptoms. She thinks she's gonna die. She's <laughs> in the shower. You know, there's shower shots. I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, as like a fan of the show, like honestly, a genuine fan of the show, I'm like, I don't really care about this. this. Seems just like over the top. And then Chip, who's an executive producer of the show, or like really, she's kind of like Alex Levy's go-to producer who comes mm-hmm. back, uh, played by Mark Duplass. And so he comes there and he's like, I have a fucking idea. I get it swearing again. Let's go ahead and record Alex Levy having COVID and like getting through it, so the public can understand that this is serious and what she's been going through. And again, she has all these symptoms. She's struggling. Chip goes over there, lies to her, says, hey, I have COVID so she can do that, right? And it's just like, what are we doing here? I don't want to see this. And this is going to be the main the main attraction of, um, of their new streaming service that's already tanking because they had to cancel it because Tom Hanks got COVID. So we're like, all right, we're not doing this anymore. We got to cancel the push of what, AT- ATB Plus? What the hell is like the abbreviation? The here? new, the new show. I'm trying, yeah, I'm just, I and like, so then during the, like the after the show, you know, you kind of get some more behind the scenes, and and like the those who are part of the actual creation of the morning show, UVA plus, sorry. UVA plus, UVA plus, th- like they're plus. really serious. Like there's this whole scene where Corey like confesses his love to Bradley. And I'm like, what is happening? And I'm like, were we as fans were rooting we for this? Rooting for that? And like, and like, Corey called her out. Like he like basically said, like he gave he away gave the leak, the to bigger her, sh- of her like dating. headline. Yeah, none of that got addressed in that conversation. No, he's like, I love you. And honestly, we could have thought that maybe he's bi, maybe he likes men. His sexuality was a little bit ambiguous. However, like yes. it just was like like he has been continuously putting his career. Like, the, above, like everything. above everything. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, so the apple has not fallen far from the tree. Um, like, I'm it's like, just like, yeah, we're like, wait a minute. I don't care about this relationship. And then like, and then in the middle of that scene or at the climax of it, Bradley gets a call and be like, oh, I think they found my brother who's sick. And she just strolls through a hospital in the middle of COVID no at mask, the peak. Nothing. No mask whatsoever. Just strolling around. Again, I, I'm, I'm Bradley, you know. That's why I thought they were making a mockery. Like, are we just showing white privilege? Because like, I can turn on the news and see this. At it, or I can turn on at anything any given and see time. It anytime. I know. I, I don't know. It's, it's just, just so weird. And then the best part, Selena, is HBO does like app inside the episode. Afterwards. Right. The afterwards. That's, yeah. That's and right. they go into it, and all the writers and producers were just like, 
what a triumph this episode like I know. felt like it was. I know. Like, oh, everybody's been waiting for Corey to confess his love. We've been hitting at it. That's such like a good scene. I'm like, what? Like, I, know. I didn't care about this. I know. I know. I know. Train wreck. And then like, Alex wreck. Levy. Train wreck. I don't know. I mean, like season three, <laughs> I'm going to watch the trailer and take it from there. That's about as far as I can say. I'm just, again, I thought they were navigating, a, you know, the Me Too movement a little bit, you know, okay. I was really glad they were kind of going into some of the more in-depth, you know, race conversations. And then Somewhere. I don't know what yeah. happened. Like, did they, like... Did they like quote unquote go too far? And like they were like, oh no, no, we've got to retract it. We've got to pull it in. Like, I don't know. It just I've I, got questions. I don't know. I feel like it's I felt like the finale was a train wreck. And then ultimately looking back, it felt like that's what the show was this season. Yeah. I'm just like, I can't look away from this. I'm entertained. You got me with season one. Like it's it's a huge cast. Billy Crudup was great season one. Season two is still him. Um you know, still the charismatic actor that he is. But and then, like, the storyline just kept going so far. In too many, di- too many and directions. And it just felt like when Alex went to Italy, I'm like, okay, she could clearly just do whatever she took wants. A, took a PJ on the way back? And I just oh, don't. Okay. And, like, I don't feel sorry for her whatsoever. No. I think she's a terrible person. And no, that's what it is. And then yeah. watching those, like, outside the interviews, they just all think, like, oh, my God, this is so, like, these storylines. I'm like, you guys, like. This thing's freaking all over the place. Yeah, no, no. I don't know. So that's all of what I have to say on that. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to that's say. That's all I have to say as on well. That. All right, Selena, let's go through some recommendations to wrap up some yes. shows because there's a lot that's coming. Uh, and there's a lot, a lot that we watched. Out. Yes, that's really so. Good. For those who, if you still have the desire to watch the morning show season two after that lovely recap, please do. However, for those who are looking for maybe something different. Um, November is, uh, you know, Native American Heritage Month here. And I think that really, really, really deserves some highlight to be had. So I do have some recommendations for some books, um, and some movies, uh, here. So, um, my book recommendations here are, um, The Sentence, that is the book. Um, this is, uh, by Louise Edrick. Uh, and it, um, it's, it's, it's just really good. Um, then there is, um, Hunting by the Stars by, um, Sherry Dimmeline. Um, and then there is Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bully. Okay. So the movie recommendation that I have here is Gather, which is available on Amazon and Netflix. It's available for free on Netflix if you have Netflix already. Um, and, um, Gather is a really powerful movie because it really, um, it talks about the, um, the relationship, um, between Native Americans, um, and the, their cultural identity through food and, um, just really looking to heal some of the trauma and, um, you know, some of the, um, you know, centuries of 
genocide that have occurred um, here on U.S. soil. And it really looks to help repair the relationships through food and community. Um, and there are multiple, multiple resources discussed in the movie um, and on the website as well for those who are looking to um, to help out. So I, I think it's a wonderful way to educate and to to help. So Jay, what are your recommendations? Uh, my recommendations, staying on track of the Native American, the Native Native American Heritage Month, Reservation Dogs. On ah, yeah. So I'm going to go more Good towards the comedy route, but however, it's becoming a rising popular show. It's on FX mm-hmm. from the mind of uh, Taika Waititi and Sterling Harjo, and it's a really comedy drama series that follows this group of young, you know, kids teenagers on the res on, on the res mm-hmm. in Oklahoma it's and so it's just good. and it's wild <laughs> and there's some serious episodes it yeah. reminds me a lot of Atlanta on FX where like mm. you mm-hmm. have some laughs and there's some episodes that are seem a little bit off like the, t- the main like timeline mm-hmm. but they're just still really impactful yeah and especially just like it gets into a lot of like the heritage of you know of Native Americans the- and American Indians and obviously what the reservations are like now it just like in the kind of a comedic angle. The, the needed resources, yeah. I mean, if you're familiar with, um, you know, Taika Waititi's writing and or production style, I mean, you're going to love this. It's, yeah, for what we do in great. the shadows and everything. And, like, the acting is great. And, you know, they are they are Native American actors. And it's yeah. just, like, yeah, it's, it's got a lot of attention, which is really great. Yeah. And so I like that one. And then I'm going to go a little bit off the radar here, topic there. I just, like, I just really want to say some movies that we recently watched – Red Notice on Netflix with The Rock and oh Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot and Alan, maybe this is for you if you like corny action movies. But like, I was entertained by this. They and Alan were... is our producer, yes. by the way. But like, I didn't have expectations. Like, I kept seeing it's like the number one streaming. It's Surprise. like the most popular movie debut on Netflix. I went on Twitter and asked people like, what is this? Like, or do people like it? And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I have to agree. There's like, I say this very loosely, kind of like an Indiana Jones vibe where there's just like this like like MacGuffin, as they say, this egg from Egypt that we got to find. And it just, they go travel the country. It's a little bit ridiculous. It's forceful at times. Mm-hmm. I'm However, sure the of I was entertained searches. and there was a lot of twists where I'm like, oh, like I really was like legitimately. <laughs> but again, go into this movie yes. with zero expectations. And I have a feeling you'll be entertained. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And then the other one, very pleasant surprise. Yes. Kind of the same like Indiana Jones and more modern time vibes was Jungle Cruise. Yes. With Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt. Very happy we did not pay for it. And that's streaming on Disney Plus now. Waited for Disney Days. And then, yeah, Red Nose on Netflix. But Jungle Cruise, I was like, Selena, I've actually heard this is pretty entertaining. Let's check it out. Yeah. And like in the beginning, I'm like, it's just fun. Like it really is just relax it was a fun movie i was and surprised. i think emily blunt was perfectly casted like yes to have like a really established well-known fun actress a good mm-hmm. high approval rating <laughs> again we use that word phrase a lot in this episode i thought it was fantastic and dwayne jo- the rock johnson has this like these corny comedic moments and he just he stays on character and then like the story of like 
the well, flower. Yeah, yes. Wait, is that what you're going to go into? No, I was oh. going to go into Jack Whitehall, who. Oh yes. He's yeah. he's a he. I thought he was like well casted too. Who I know him from um, a different uh, from the travel series when he goes on traveling adventures with his father. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's what I know him from too. So yeah, I thought it was it again. It was surprisingly. Watch Jungle Cruise. It was it's, surprisingly it's good. Yes. The whole story behind it, like what they're searching for in the Amazon forest, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. It's like, it just like gives me classic Disney vibes. Like when you first watch Pirates well, of the maybe, Caribbean. Yeah. Maybe just look into some more historical content too. Sure. Sure. <laughs> there's obviously there's some stuff that could be a little touchy, but. I, again, I always like more history. Yes. It's fun. Yes. Um, and then another thing On I just want side. from the marriage side, mm-hmm. I just want to say, if you go to Best Self Co., Mm-hmm. bestself.co they do a lot of like they do a lot of journals and planners is their main thing that they're known for but they've been starting to do like these discovery decks and like that help with writing prompts mm-hmm. and even relationship journals this is a new product from them so any partners out there relationships married couples definitely check this out it's just a good writing prompts to talk through some ideas some topics that maybe you don't typically discuss with your partner and they also have these like card decks. And mm-hmm. one of them is date night that Selena and I bought. Mm-hmm. And we brought it with us on our past big trip when we went to Guatemala and Mexico. Mm-hmm. And on specific nights when we went out, just her and I for dinner, we'd bring them with. Mm-hmm. And we just ask questions to them. Like, and like, they're very like thought provoking. Like some are, it could be a little bit risque. Some of them are just icebreakers or like, let's get real. Yeah. And it's, I think it's they're just, good communication. Like um, just kind of like more of like a you know what, like, let's just kind of like check in or let's just communicate with one another. It is really good. Um, I really liked it. And yeah, I, I mean, like, we've been using best self journals and planners for five years now. Yeah, for a while now. Yeah. yeah. And so these decks, I think we're just like, these sound, you know, really cool. And it's just mm-hmm. really helpful. And I think we highly recommend it. And we've even used it as kind of like a game with other friends. Oh yeah, we incorporate it in a game style. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Just like, hey, pick a card and let's all go around and answer the question. Mm-hmm. And like, it's serious, but it can bring up a lot of like fun questions and serious. It's thoughts. a really good way to get to know people. Get exactly, I like it. Just what I was about to say. Oh, look at us, look sweetie. At us. And look just and on that note, we have to close this episode. Yes, we're wrapping up. <laughs> I just want to say we're going to be talking about a show on Apple TV Plus here coming soon. Ooh, that's not show? coming soon, but it's out. But like when it wraps up, and it is. Acapulco. There you go. You said it right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It is a fantastic show on Apple TV Plus. Again, highly recommend it. And we'll be talking about that more, but that's like a huge recommendation from Selena and I. Yeah. That's our episode for today, everybody. Thank you for having us back in your ears in Mm -hmm. living rooms and your walks and everything. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, Selena's looking at me like, let's wrap this up. My perfect husband. And that's what we're going to do. So everybody, thanks for listening. Listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Download, subscribe, leave reviews. Follow us on Twitter at Marriage and Movies Podcast and on, and Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs>
and our dog squeaking right now. Pause. Oh my god. Get the toy. Joakim, you never played with this toy, and now you do now. And now he's gonna be super sad that you took it away. Oh, Joakim. I'm saying um a lot. I apologize. I'm just like focusing a lot That's okay. on this. Pause this, Alan. Come on, computer. Don't go so slow. Oh, 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 oh